Welcome to Own Your Edge with Dr. D, the podcast that guides you to becoming a bold, inspired, and redesigned thinker in business, work, and life. And now your host, Dr. D. Welcome to Own Your Edge with the series called Making Headway with Your Inner Dialogue. I'm your host for Own Your Edge, Dr. D. Today we're on episode four of the series and the title is In the event of getting triggered, simply pull this lever. You'll want a notebook to take notes if you are not driving or safe to do so. Otherwise, listen again later and take notes when you can safely do so. We have been discussing on this series how the greatest gifts on your journey is your space of mind. So episode one, we discussed the power of your thoughts. Then we went to episode two which encouraged the practice of realistic thinking. And then last episode, we talked a little longer on finding your imposter and challenging that phenomenon. So this session is all about taking ownership of your reactions. In fact, it becomes like pulling a lever. So what is this lever? Well, first, I need to explain how to install a lever so that you can create the right mindset to be able to pull such a lever. On your way to installing the lever, the one of the best practices is called building an emotionally resilient brain. An emotionally resilient brain looks first to see the experience events, peoples, and places as an objective, kind of in a meta view way. So if I have emotionally resilient brain, I have practiced looking at the events simply as a reaction to my inner thoughts. In psychology, we call this third order thinking, which means first order is I'm in the trigger, I'm feeling the trigger, it's very real. Second order is I'm stepping back a little bit and be able to start reframing. Third order is I actually find the ability to look at circumstances, situations, and people as simply a view, an objective view of life. So it means your brain, instead of reacting to every external event with unpredictable triggers, it learns how to take ownership of creating reality that is much more optimistic. It's even more curious, interested, and you come from a learner mindset. So that's what we want to build in this series and continue with the next series, this ability to be curious. So you may ask, how do I build a more emotionally resilient brain? Well, it means your brain must know where to go other than getting triggered. And we can start this through mindful practice uh, around daily gratitudes. Now, there are different ways to do this because in the series is more of an introduction I'm going to talk about the research, the power of the research around gratitude, and some ways that you can do that. There has actually been extensive research, even before the 1990s, um, with this whole area of positive psychology. Um, John Kabat-Zinn studied at MBSR, which is a great program. Mindfulness gurus and self-help areas have also discussed the power of gratitude. Some of the researchers in this field, besides Siegelman, who actually was considered the father, is still considered the father of positive sight, but it's doctors Blair and Justice. There was a research that they did at University of Texas Health Science Center 
that said gratitude is an amazing part and it has physical and psychosocial benefits. So the power of the use of gratitude. Another study done at University of California at Davis by this Dr. Emmons and his colleagues, he had people in a group describe five things they're grateful for the past week. And another five that recorded the hassles, five things that were hassles from the previous week. So both from the previous week, they found that the neutral group would be the control group. So you had three groups just kind of noticing whether it's neutral, positive effects or negative effects. 10 weeks later, the participants that were in the gratitude group felt better because their lives as a whole were 25% happier than the group that focused on negatives. They also reported fewer health complaints and exercised 1.5 hours more as a result of feeling inspired by noticing the five things that were powerful and eventful. Watkins, who's a clinical psychologist of Washington University, found that clinically depressed individuals that practice gratitude lowered by almost 50% their non-depressive controls. So many psychologists are finding that emotional resilience is a powerful interplay of of your mind. It's helping your mind to have more access to moving out of what we call the midbrain. And that's very, very powerful for being able to pull a lever. To dig a little deeper in this concept of building an emotionally resilient brain, It's around the areas, actually, there's five or six areas, but today I'll just talk about the five. And from the research of Nicole and Willett in 2002, emotional resilience is when you can build social competence, which is the ability to stand out among others and look for win-win situations. Second component is your ability to problem solve. So you have focus and you're looking for solutions and proactively act on those. So you're activating the lever that way. Third is autonomy. Do you have motivation to exercise freedom or challenge a status quo when it's required? Fourth, forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very powerful source of gratitude. It's the inner understanding of letting something go and moving forward from there. And finally, five, part of this emotionally resilient brain so that you're able to pull the lever is empathy. And that's the strength to be able to understand many different perspectives other than your own. And it's not meant to rescue or not meant to go there, but it's be able to understand that we are very connected. So there are many studies on how just focusing on gratitude and appreciation showed reduction in cortisol and stress. And that those are not only hard on your brain, they're hard on your heart. And that is what we get triggered, right? Our thoughts create a pattern that goes to our midbrain and our midbrain has the amygdala and it's fight, flight, or freeze. So you know your trigger is pulled as we talked about in other episodes when they feel like you cannot say anything, you feel overwhelmed. So that's what we want to avoid. We want to be able to challenge that. So to build this resilience a little bit um, so that we can utilize our lever, there's a couple of things you can do. 
daily, take time to think of 10 things that you are grateful for. And you can do this with your children, your significant others, but share appreciation across the board. Second, ask for help when you need help. Third would be um, finding and clarifying your relationships. Notice who you're spending time with and how you feel after you leave them. It's very important that you have what I call emotional growth partners or uh, optimist growth partners that are you're surrounded by two or three people that really help challenge your thoughts and move you forward. And of course, make some time for fun and laughter. So that leads us to what exactly is this lever? The lever or lever for a lot of Europeans is the ability to challenge the triggers through a reframe in the moment. So we talked about a reframe and the reality testing the lever is being able to deliberately move your brain from reacting in your midbrain and amygdala to move into your right temporal cortex, the anterior part. So it's processed and more objectively and then sent to your frontal lobe, which are responsible for your self-monitoring all your responses. So studies have demonstrated at the brain level that feelings of gratefulness or gratitude activated this anterior temporal cortex. And then the, when the thoughts were directed here, we noticed the brain also induced dopamine and serotonin. Those of you that already have heard of this, these two chemicals, they are neurotransmitters responsible for happiness. And they're activated when your thought pattern is about possibilities, curiosity, and they're very powerful. They also deactivate the fear and anxiety hormones. So very powerful to think about building the resilience. So now we have talked about the resilience. What is it like to pull the lever and, and really what it is? So as we said before, the liver or lever is your ability to really move your interaction or reaction to the world from a triggered response by simply challenging using a, a reframe. So how do you pull your lever? I'm going to share two powerful ways to pull the lever. So anytime you get triggered, you can literally pull the lever and one or two of these ways, and you're going to notice, and you're going to look for you unhooking from emotionally hijacked brain. So triggers, responses are, they happen on several different levels. And I, I tell my clients this. The first level is there's something new, something changing, and your brain is going to fight, flight, or freeze. It's just, it's not used to something. So there is trying to process it. The second one is if you have values that you feel somebody else step on or not doing it, that will be a trigger. You will, you will get emotionally triggered from that. So you want to start knowing your values and that we'll talk about that more down the road. Three is you could have um, an anchor with a person and had a negative response and then hooked with that person. So a person can bring a response. It really is not that person. It's just your brain created an anchor as we call it in coaching. An anchor means, or in neuro-linguistics conditioning, it means you have set a predisposition or pre-frame about a person. 
The fourth way you know you're triggered is if you trigger our old program. And so you can be triggered different ways. We want to be able to, no matter what, pull a lever. So the first lever, what you can do, you're triggered, you literally pull a powerful, emotional, resilient brain pattern. So you're going to reframe using gratitudes. So out loud or write down in that moment that you're triggered, just step back and write 10, at least 10, you can go up to 20, things, people, places, or learnings you have been grateful for. We say write them down because your brain and your subconscious is very coordinated with your um, writing hand. Your subconscious works at there. It, it's not as powerful to just type things. And so really start having the practice of writing things down. So the lever for emotional resilience is using gratitude. Another part of that process of pulling the gratitude lever is what we call using your focus wheel and reading the affirmations. If you're not familiar with the focus wheel, stay tuned and you can hear more about that. Or you can go to Blue Egg Community Transformations Facebook page, ask to be invited. And we have done a few episodes on that and that's actually have a few focus wheels. But if we're daily focused and reading on things that we want to see, behaviors or actions we're working on, it helps your brain direct toward that frontal cortex where we want it to be. So lever number one, literally start focusing on a resilient brain and seeing what you're grateful for so it can go and make better decisions. When we're out of the midbrain and we are in that frontal part of your brain or the prefrontal cortex, we make decisions that are more empowering, curious, have possibilities and have choices. So wherever your thoughts go, your reactions follow. And then with that, of course, is your chemical response or emotions. Emotions are simply a chemical response to your thoughts. So there's one way you can pull the lever is through gratitude. The second one is called challenge your belief technique. Now, this again is important that you have a pencil and paper when you do it. You don't just think out loud, what, what are my thoughts? You need to write them down because our subconscious works really good with us writing, right? That's why some of the writers will still write their poetry instead of typing it, just more connected to their subconscious. So when you are triggered, pull the lever by using the challenge belief technique. What is it? It is in the moment reframing by asking yourself to reflect on four questions. So you would want a pen and paper. You can do this by stepping outside of the conversation or stepping away from the situation. It only takes about 10 minutes when you get good at it. Sometimes you can say it out loud but I encourage you to practice consistently to pull this liver or lever when you are triggered. So the challenge, your belief technique, you ask yourself these questions in order and then write your response. Do not move from one question to the next until you fully ref reflected on the previous. So here are the four questions. You can write them down or look in the show notes. The first question is, once I'm triggered, what am I thinking about right now that is connecting this trigger or feelings? 
And what I want you to do here is just literally write all the thoughts and emotions that come up. Just what comes up for you. There's always a thought, I guarantee it. But it's usually what we want to do is what I call with my clients, excavating those thoughts. Because the first couple are not what triggered us. It's always something a little deeper. So you are going to ask yourself, what am I thinking right now? What's coming up for me? What emotions am I having? And you're going to write them down. You are going to look for a fear or fears that come up. When you see a fear, you know you can go on to question two. Until then, if you're just kind of going through the motions, you're not going to start untriggering or pulling the lever. So number one is make sure that you uncover the thoughts about fears or feelings that are coming up. Two, the question is, is it helpful or are these thoughts helpful? So ask yourself, is this being triggered helpful? Most often, I would say 99% of the time, you're going to realize it's not helpful. And knowing that, that's all you have to say, yes or no. And if it's no, you need to go to number three. So if it's not helpful, then you're going to challenge a thought. And you're going to write, what other possible or more helpful thoughts would I like to have right here? And you're going to write at least five down. What is possible? What is curious? If this thought was no longer here, what would be possible for me? Right. You're going to write at least five until you notice your brain start unhooking. And you know your brain has unhooked and the lever has been pulled when you start feeling about possibilities. Because then you know you're curious, possible, or you, the emotions start leaving, you know your brain went out of midbrain. So that leads you to the fourth one. In this question, you ask yourself, as I create my reality, what is possible now to feel or do with one or two of these new thoughts? You can take any of the two or three new thoughts from number three and say, this resonates with me. This is possible. It unhooked me. Now, moving forward, what's a new feeling I'm bringing to it? A new sense of freedom, a new sense of possibility. And from that, what's a new action I want to take? So this is the second way you can pull your lever by using the challenger belief technique. There are other versions of this. In fact, you can go to Dr. David Burns and his website is feelinggood.com. He does a, he fact has this wonderful three column activity um, that does somewhat the same thing. And what you'll need to know in those would be to train your brain to understand cognitive distortions. So because some people new to this do not, know what the 10 or 11 cognitive distortions are. The challenge your belief thought pattern I just explained to you really is a very uh, easy way to pull that lever. But if you want to dive deeper and learn a little more, go to his website, feelinggood.com. It's a, it talks about identifying those cognitive distortions. So you're doing the same thing. You're training yourself to capture critical fox. Then you identify the distortion. And then you talk back to your distorted thoughts. So what is so important about pulling the lever? 
Well, every time we do that and we challenge our critical thoughts, we do not make a new pattern or add on to an old program. We make, if we make a new pattern, it's a pattern that challenges our brain to be emotionally resilient. And you'll notice that you start seeing situations with less seriousness and more curiosity. You'll notice that you can keep your state no matter what. You'll notice that it's all in your hands, truly, or in your thoughts, more importantly. What I want for you is to start realizing your thoughts create your reality. I want you to practice pulling the lever. Start seeing situations as many angles as possible are there. Instead of one, it's all or none, that there's many possibilities. Take time to step back from the situations and not run into immediate thoughts. Your immediate thoughts are usually cognitive distortions or inner critics. So a recap, practice building the lever, which is using gratitude and building emotionally resilient brain through gratitude practices, which I gave uh, several different ways to do that. Then practice pulling on the lever using this advanced reframe, either the gratitude one or the challenge your belief one in the moment. So when you get triggered, pull this lever so that you do not stay in that emotional distress state. Originators, we shape something new in the world and we do so with freedom, compassion, and inspiration. And so in order to do that, we do need to practice keeping a state of optimism, resilience, and emotional intelligence. Today's episode, I hope you gain one or two practices that you can apply so that you, when you get triggered, can literally pull the lever. In order to continue your journey as an originator, make headway with your inner critics. Each of you are capable of changing the way we look at the world, and it becomes more of the world we desire to see when you do this. You've all got this. Practice each day to build new networks. Practice and cover your own mysterious mind. Most of all, practice being your best self today. And if you need to, pull the lever when you need. This is Dr. D with Own Your Edge podcast. I want for you to be on your best path, empower yourself to meet challenges, and allow positivity to shine through you and for those around you. Make sure you're playing it bold, leaning into the uncomfortable, and living life as an originator. For more resources and websites to dig deeper into this practice, look at our program notes. Until next time, be an originator. Thank you for listening to Own Your Edge with Dr. D. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure to check out the show notes for tools, strategies, and guest information. You can even download a chapter of Dr. D's book, Generous Authority, at ownyouredgepodcast.com. Stay tuned for the next episode.